Hello, and welcome to River Tales 2027, a Riverdale recap podcast in the future, where one of us doesn't watch the show in the future. That's me. Hi, I'm Sam 2027. <laughs> Hi, I'm Elaine 2027. <laughs> and I'm Kiana in 2021, because the time jump is in 2021. Ooh. What? what? Yeah. How does that work? You're, we'll get into it. Okay, you're wrong, anyways. but it was cute. And I'm Sam. I already said that. Um, but today we're recapping season five, episode four, Purgatorio. Mm. The time jump episode that we've all been waiting for. Yes. yes. Finally. What should have been the premiere of season five, but is now episode four. But was so good. Worth mm. the wait. Great. Looking forward to hearing about it. But what I really want to know is what two lies you have for me. Remember the game is mm. two truths and a lie? <laughs> Do I remember? Because it seems like I don't. You don't. Yeah. That's what I'm here but, to tell you. But this will make it more fun because then you'll have a harder time even guessing. <laughs> what if one day you did switch it up on me and you were like, there's two lies and one truth. That would be so rude of us. I mean, with Riverdale though, would you even notice? No, that's the that's the I fun know, of it. Exactly. That's the fun of it. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So guess the line. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The first one is Betty is engaged. Okay. Cheryl is a recluse. That's big. (laughs) Tony is a guidance counselor. (laughs) Scandalous. Which is it? (laughs) Cheryl's a recluse. I mean, that seems like way too vague to be a lie. Because I don't, I don't even know what that means. (laughs) So I think that's a truth. Tony's a guidance counselor. What was the first one? Betty is engaged. I think that's a lie. That is the lie. Yeah! yeah. You got it. Wow. Okay. Well, is it like some twist on it? Like she's actually married? No. Okay. She does have a well, man. We don't... Well, it's we don't really know what the relationship is exactly. Okay. It seems Bald. like he's the boyfriend. It seems like he's a boyfriend, but there is like a weird... A weird tension. Undercurrent. A weird tension is something going on. Well, I think because they're co-workers and dating. Well, and oh, I so think... Betty has a job. She <laughs> does. Well, and we'll, we'll get into it later. I think there's another reason why, but still, I'm like, I don't know what's going on yes. there. It's, it seems complicated. Yeah. It's I complicated. Think, I think, yes, it is complicated. <laughs> Much of Riverdale is complicated. Yes. But I think one thing is certain, and that is Kevin. <laughs> oh, And that yes. he, he has things to say. And maybe on an episode ago or two, we made guesses of how many words he would say in this new time jump episode. So should I start with what our guesses were? Yes, yes. Okay. refresh us. So Kiana said 32 words. I said 50 words and Elaine said 42. Whoa. What was it? We counted oh. and Kevin said 40 words. Oh. Yes. Oh. Okay. What do I win? Um, um, you get to edit the episode now. Congratulations. <laughs> wow, what a prize. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get to keep in whatever you want. <laughs> I'll be waiting for the real prize. <laughs> okay, okay, After wait. the show. Uh, we have Casey Cott here. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. That would be so Guest cool. star. Yes. <laughs> Where he will say if more than never, 42 words. He would never come in this episode. We berate him too much. Just his character. That's we say he him. deserves yes. better. That's true. He that is true. That is true. We are team and Kevin. Yes, we want to hear his words. Yes. We want to hear his thoughts. More than 40 of them. Yes. A lot more than 40 of them. Yeah. So, so what, he should come. What role does Kevin play in this time jump? Is he what we expected where he just like comes in and says hi to everyone or what? Well, no. No. So Archie comes back to Riverdale and basically the whole episode, Tony's like, telling him what's happened to Riverdale since then. And she, like, takes him on a tour of the town. Oh, so Tony and Archie are talking now. Yes. And do you guys remember <laughs> a few episodes that? ago when we were, like, they've never said two words to each other? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now they have the most lines with each other what? possible. And also, yeah, like, Tony's, like, the main, like, character in this entire episode. Really? Like, she's, like, the main, not the main, main focus, but she's, like, the one leading the episode. She, she's the center point. Yes. Because I'm assuming, so she stayed in Riverdale because she's mm-hmm. obviously the guidance counselor. Well, she left for college uh-huh. and came back because she got a job at Riverdale as a guidance counselor. Mm-hmm. Also, is she pregnant? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the baby daddy is a mystery. We don't. Well, know. she said it's a secret because yeah. Archie <gasps> asked, and she's like, "It's a secret." Oh, for okay. Now. For now. Interesting. So I'm like, "What does that mean?" I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay, so her and Archie are talking now, which is cool. Good for them. Yes. I love yeah, that friendship. Yeah, and Archie, the reason why he's back in Riverdale was because he was assigned to be in charge of, like, the ROTC program in Riverdale because it's been dead for years. And so 
he was ordered to work on it. Okay. I, he just got, he, we don't know everything that happened. He got back from the war. Yeah, he got back from the war. <laughs> I, and his commanding officer, he was like, no, I want to get back out in the fight. And he's like, no, <laughs> you're going to work on this ROTC program. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I heard a, a, a war scene when I was in my room and I was like, oh gosh, it's Archie and the war. The war. <laughs> okay. In the preview, it looked like, I said, it looked like he was in a war on a football field. And I was correct mm-hmm. because it was a dream sequence, which was actually really cool. Like it started as him like... Like, they were in their bulldog uniforms, and he was like, let's go to the game. But then his, like, commander guy was there from the army, mm-hmm. and then they, like, went out to war, but it's on the football field, and, like, Cheryl was there as a cheerleader, and all his friends were there, like, cheering him on in the war. It was a cool dream sequence. Well, and, like, Jughead was, like, a soldier that got injured, and he was, like, carrying him in the battlefield. And then, like, a his metaphor. other, yeah, his other, like, bulldogs were there, but, like, still in their bulldog like uniforms so it's interesting it's like a mix and then he got stopped on the field by like Hiram Lodge who pointed a gun at him it had some fabulous gloves on oh yeah Hiram yeah it was like fabulous how like rhinestones or what it was like no woven like textile it was really cool okay great they're fun shout out to the costume design yeah yes (laughs) yeah Ooh. also I feel like like the cinematography and the way they've been telling the story this season has been, like, so different from what they've been doing in the most recent seasons. And personally, I feel like they're almost... It's almost like they're trying to, like, go back to the way it was in season one. Good. Because season one of Riverdale was... That was the thing that even, like, got me interested in the show to begin with, was, like, the storytelling and the cinematography. Yes. And, like, it was really cool. There was and, like, a kind of eerie kind and... of, like, authenticity to it. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like, especially with this episode, I've it was really cool. So not just not just this episode, like you've noticed it like kind of throughout the whole season. There's been a different yeah. look, but this is like another leap. Sure, like this yeah. almost looked kind of like a movie at parts. Well, did they get out of Riverdale? Is that why? Or yeah, a lot of like the main core four besides Archie, like they're outside of Riverdale this whole episode until the very end. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it cuts so... between them to show what's going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, I mean, that could be part of it, but I mean, I'm glad that they're, like, taking artistic leaps and, like, mm-hmm. kind of going back to their roots in that way, because, like, yeah, that's what I enjoyed about season one, too. Yeah. And then, um, stuff happened. I know. <laughs> they lost their way. No, I feel like season two was that way near the beginning of the season, but I feel like as it went on, mm-hmm. it just got mm-hmm. sloppy. Yeah. And just kind of, like... Confused. Confused. Yeah. Yeah. And then it continued on and got more and more tangled, (laughs) shall we say. (laughs) Tangled is a way to describe season three, which I've only known through uh, snippets. But, I mean, it it, it does sound like a a trip. Yes. It sounds like a misstep, (laughs) for sure. Um, Anyways. Yeah, different podcasts for season three. (laughs) I mean, it's not a different podcast. This this podcast just like... Different season. Just different season. Different Different season. season. There we go. That's for our Patreon that doesn't exist. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. All right, so Archie and Tony are talking, and they're back in Riverdale. Archie had a dream sequence about being in the war slash football. Yes. Which, if you ask me, are both equally devastating. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and so the first thing Archie does when he comes into Riverdale is go... To Pops? Yes! (laughs) Of course. Of course. Pops is still there? No, we don't see him. You see his daughter there. Because he's being a serial (gasps) killer. (laughs) <laughs> well when he, he gets he gets there you know and he goes downstairs and the bon nui is now the white worm which was is... the, the serpent's old bar is that what it was called yeah yeah okay and it's been taken over yeah by the serpents because tony is the serpent queen she restarted the game oh okay yeah so she restarted the serpents but while he's talking to tony about like this whole place that she has and she's like well, did you hear about Pop? And Archie's like, no, what about Pop? And it just cuts. Yeah, so this whole episode, cuts we're like, what? Pop is dead. Yeah, we don't know what happened to Pop. Okay. So you assume Pop is dead because then as we check in with the other characters, they all get calls from Archie. And so we're like, Archie's calling them to tell them like that to Pops come back for Pop's funeral and that's what's going to bring them all back together. Wait, but yeah. this is all speculation? At this point. But I was 99% confused. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> Pop is not dead. He's just having a retirement party. So Which is why they all come back. Yeah, literally, Archie calls them all for Pop's retirement party. Any like, excuse? Did he mention it was a retirement party, or we don't know? Yeah, I don't he, know. He told them. Well, I don't know what we he said on the phone, but when they get there, and that's why they're there. So they don't come back to meet Jughead, 
when they promised to the year after, nobody meets him, but Pop retires and Archie calls and they come running. Yeah, and I was like, so, I mean, I guess Jughead wasn't lying when he said Archie was the glue of the group, though. I guess. Everyone wants to see that, that boy. (laughs) (laughs) That boy Archie. (laughs) I guess, I mean. I know, because it's like, yeah, how rude. It's like they leave Jughead. They don't even, like. Well, it's contact him. It's or I, anything to be, to be devil's advocate. It's more of a reason than just it's it's that time of the year. Like they well, made a vow. I know it's a vow, well, but it's not a it's not a and also cool. to yeah also to like play devil's advocate against myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Though it's like I mean I don't know if any of them even remembered the day they made that vow. You know, like Archie just said it like on the bleachers one night, and he's like, "Let's get together in a year." Every year, you know, and like they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, but like they may not have actually like it wasn't concrete. Yeah, it wasn't like defined. I mean, but Jughead being Jughead, of course, he's but like. But did Jughead here. text them and be like, "Hey, are I you bet still he, doing I this? sure bet he didn't. I bet he didn't either. I bet he's because I feel like he's the type of person who's like, if they really care, they'll be, they'll be there. Yeah, he's old fashioned. They'll like be that. there. Exactly. He thinks there's like some sacred bond that doesn't that defies all calendars and all responsibilities or whatever. If he had actually like been like, "Hey, are we?" If still he actually texted up? them. They may have came. Yeah. True. I agree. Okay, so that's what Archie's doing. Moving on to Betty, our favorite. Yeah. Okay, so we knew she was going to be in the FBI. So she's an FBI trainee. Um, she's Still? Been, she's been working with them, yeah, but she's not like a full member yet. So she has been helping them investigate the new serial killer. <laughs> of course. <laughs> because She's got them genes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. We need a, a second serial killer in this season because mm-hmm. Charles wasn't enough. Um, and his name right. is... <laughs> I guess he counted. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Trash Bag Killer. TBK for short. No. Isn't that, she isn't calls that him great? that casually. Why? TBK. She's like, I was tracking down TBK and he kidnapped me. Whatever. That's how you know they think it's a stupid title. The <laughs> Trash Bag Killer. Because <laughs> they can't even say it. They can't even say it. They have to come up with some catchy catchphrase. Why is he called the trash bag killer? Because he puts his victims in trash bags? Yeah, yeah, he dismembers his victims and then puts all each of their body parts in trash bags. In a separate trash bag. I feel like there's another way to describe that that doesn't have to do with the trash bag. But okay. Yeah, I guess. It, it could just... also be like a nice insult. Like, you trash bag killer. Are you part of the Scooby-Doo game? <laughs> yes. It sounds like a song from like Chicago that didn't make the cut. Where it's like, trash bag killer. Like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's their next musical. Anyways, that's anyway, my gripe. <laughs> so, um, Betty is going to therapy and she tells her therapist, like, Good. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm not having any more nightmares. But <laughs> we see one of her nightmares. So she lying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like she's in her apartment with her cat. She has a cat. Yay. Whose name is Toffee. Like her old cat, Caramel. Oh, cute. So anyway, in this dream, Toffee is like meowing out in the hallway and there she opens the door and there's like body parts and bags that the cat's licking, which is gross. <laughs> It was actually scary. Oh, and then then the trash bag killer guy was like was behind her for a second when she turned around. Oh yeah. Is he just a shadowy figure? He's just like a shadowy figure who like has like sort of like a trash bag mask on his head. Was he had a, did he have a chainsaw or something? He was holding something. He was holding something. It wasn't like a chainsaw. Like a saw? Like a like a what is that? Bandsaw? Hacksaw? Hacksaw? One of them, one of them. What I don't know which one saw of them as yeah. well. I don't remember what it was he was holding. Some kind of a weapon though. It was something a weapon. scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That could be anything. That could be a snake. Well, we already had that with Tony. Her background dancers, when she did a pregnant dance, had a snake. What? Yeah, we did not talk about that. <laughs> she did a sexy performance at the White Worm on pregnant? stage. Pregnant. Fully pregnant. Britney Spears slave for you, snake? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sam was like hyperventilating. Oh, obsessed with this. Okay. <laughs> okay, go on. Let's get to that. Let's let's move along. Let's move along. What's that was vi- just what's like Victoria a doing? little what's thing in the beginning. Know. Veronica. <laughs> No, we're still. What do you mean a little thing in the beginning? That already happened? Yeah, it was a musical number. Glazed over that? What do you mean a little number? She's had a lot of plot this episode. The dance was just the start of it. What do you mean? (laughs) What's the context? What is she doing? She was performing at the White Worm. Like Veronica. For the, the people, yeah, like Veronica used to do. Who was? What was the context? Like, who was there? Was Archie? It there? was like when Archie first showed up. He like walks down into so the. So he white shows worm. up into town. The first thing he sees is Tony doing a pregnant slave for you dance. Yes. <laughs> Why? Why didn't you mention that? What else are you keeping from me? <laughs> well, we didn't mention this either, but Fane's 
and Sweet Pea are in her. They're like the and guitarists. The yes. Oh, yeah. oh guitarists? Mm-hmm. D- same thing? Like they have some cool dancers. sunglasses. Yeah, they got sunglasses. <laughs> are we sure this is in 2021? Cool sunglasses? <laughs> is that what we're waving? Okay. Oh, yeah. They're like the short, stubby little sunglasses that are like... Stubby. Like, colored, you know, that <laughs> yeah. are in right now. I feel like I have are you, like, I'm satisfied with that. Okay, you're I good guess. with that. Okay. I, I, I just need to know. I'm I, just glad oh, I know. I p- apologize that we yes. left it out. <laughs> that we just glazed over. Producer's oh. note, please include all that. <laughs> <laughs> I will say also, mm-hmm. Tony, she has like braids now. Oh, yes. Okay. She still oh, yes. Has, we saw she that still in the has, picture. Yeah, she still has like the pink with her hair, like more of like pink highlights now. I, and then like I do brown, want to go through And then she has like... Okay, I do want to go through the looks, but maybe we should save that. Well, we'll just do it by character. Because, like, Archie's hair is shorter, that's the only difference. Okay, and his cheekbones are more pronounced, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, it looks like, he just looks, honestly, it just looks like he lost, like, some weight. Just, like, a little, like, slimmer. I think it's the haircut, honestly. I think it might just be the hair. Just shorter. Yeah. Or just makeup, just to make him look a little older. He's got that contour. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Betty wears her hair down now, but, like, half up, kind of. And it's, like curly like like wavy it's like very like soft curls yeah right. no more ponytail no more ponytail okay just mm-hmm. a, like half up so half ponytail yeah so nobody recognizes her from ponytail playtime her vhs <laughs> right. <laughs> right which was never destroyed i guess no I don't know. who knows does don't that know. mean she kept the ponytail during sex i mean sometimes okay i'm, I'm sure okay. well, i mean like sometimes i feel like when it cut to them like in the morning or something, her hair would be she down. She still her ponytail. Oh, okay. But like sometimes, I mean, they probably started with a ponytail and then <laughs> took it out during. So yeah. it's like. Meanwhile, Jughead has his hat on the whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. <laughs> okay, so besides Betty's hair, we see some flashbacks <laughs> where. <laughs> hair. <laughs> Hair, 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 I'm trying hair, to get to bed. Hair, hair, hair. Plot, <laughs> and y'all keep derailing me. Sorry, it's okay. Okay, okay. So Betty has great hair. She's having nightmares. She has a cat, and we see some flashbacks where she was like not abducted, but like was trying to track down the trash bag killer, and like he was trying to kill her, but then she got out. Okay, we don't know many details. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah. it looks scary. So she has like drama, which <laughs> she's trying to push aside with her job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And she's trying to work on this murder thing with her new boyfriend coworker, Glenn. Sexy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sexier than Jughead? No. What could be Jughead's sexier than sexy. Jughead? <laughs> Jughead has a name. I think pretty sexy. Um, so she's a trainee and she's already chasing down serial killers? She wants to. But this trash bag killer is her her thing? Well, they have her on cold cases right now because she got in trouble with the trash bag killer because she messed up and almost got killed. Well, and okay. it makes it sound like she may not have been doing what she was supposed to. Like, it doesn't sound like she was following proper procedures. Yeah, like she, she was being extra. Yeah, like she was just going after him. So I don't think that she was supposed right. to. She was like, you're not in Riverdale anymore, kid. Kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and she almost, yeah. She got almost killed. got killed. And so they're like, and eh, hold up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me about this Glenn guy. Um, he looks like Charles, it which is, is weird. <laughs> creepy. <laughs> and In like he, a no, basic like no. white guy kind of way, or like what? Well, he sound like his voice sounds like Charles. Okay. Like and that he's got was like the... the longer blonde hair. Yeah, so it's weird seeing them make out. Looks like she's kissing her brother. <laughs> and it's just like, and also the fact that he's an FBI agent too, just like yeah, reinforces like not, he's, it. He's not a junior FBI like her or what is? He's what a is real she? FBI agent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Real. <laughs> <laughs> Fully fledged. Yeah. Like, they were, like, working together, and Glenn's like, oh, what are you doing tonight? You know, like, we should spend the night together. And she's like, oh, sorry, I'm gonna, like, go get Ty with friends. And then you, it cuts, and you see her eating it alone. So you know something's going on in their relationship, because she's not communicating with him. Right, she's lying. Or she's lying to him. And so, like, there's something. Yeah. It gives off a little bit of a vibe where, like, he's more into her than she's into it. Like, yeah. a little bit creepy, but I can't really tell. I, yeah, I like, he's see, and he seems, yeah, he seems a little creepy, but. Creepy as in, like, he's just very forward? Or creepy no. as in he could be a killer in the end? <laughs> he's, he's, like, the trash bag killer secretly. Knowing like, Riverdale, probably that. Yeah, I was like, he's probably, like, a secret serial killer. <laughs> Did we just figure it out? Probably. I would hope Riverdale would change its ways after this new time jump, mm-hmm. but, like, if that's the case. 
She was. She should know. She should. She know. can. She can spot him every time. She has that sense. I knew that. She, she has, has that, that sense. Good sense. Yeah. Six cents? <laughs> which which of the normal five senses does Betty not have? Or which smell. no, one of the normal five senses is being able to spot serial killers. <laughs> Do you guys not have that? Can you guys smell things? Have I been missing out on that this whole time? Okay. But yeah, so that's yeah, that's everything with Betty. Okay. And then it goes to Veronica. And Who has straight hair now. Straight hair now. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit longer, but okay. not that much longer. You know, it's like, she looks pretty much the same. Yeah, she's got some, like, good outfits, but they're still very, like, Veronica. Yeah. Right. It's like, in, in the ranking of, like, changed after the time jump, she's probably, like, towards the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Veronica is in New York, and she is married, and it is, it jumps to their one, it's at their one-year anniversary. Ooh, okay. So they've been married for a year. And her husband's name is Chadwick. But yeah, and like they're sitting across at like opposite head, like the foot and head of the table. You know, like oh, that in, rich people thing where yes, it's like and great dinner, honey, and just like the no, maid exactly, did it. yeah. <laughs> and they're giving off very like Hiram Hermione vibes, mm-hmm. you know, and like in he's their in first year of marriage, in their first yeah. year of marriage, you know, and she's he's like in his suit, and she's in a like fancy dress, and then all we know is like they met working together. On Wall, on Wall Street, and she was nicknamed the She Wolf of Wall Street. Because so she's she, a stockbroker. Is that her job? Or she was mm-hmm. okay before Shh. The, the accident. accident. <laughs> Just I like love the accident. Yes, which they always referred to as the, the accident. accident. <laughs> the war. Yes, exactly. Yes. Like the war. <laughs> because she's talking about their marriage, and she's like, "What happened?" It's like everything's just like we started out so good, and he was like, "It was because of the accident." (laughs) Oh, I love that for her. Yes. So, yeah. So they met working, yeah, in like the stock market. It was like stockbrokers, and she like outperformed him, you know. And so like, but they were like a power couple. Yeah. And that's like how they met, but because of the The accident. accident. Which all we know is something about a helicopter. <laughs> it it went crashing. down on the way to on the way to Marshka's vineyard. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. This is why I don't watch the show. <laughs> So there was an accident yes. that went Martha's vineyard. Marsha. 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 <laughs> She also gets a glamour yes. egg in this. Oh, we'll get to that. Oh, what? For the anniversary? Yeah. Yeah. No, so like, since the accident, <laughs> he didn't want her to work because he didn't want her to be stressed and he was afraid for her safety. And so she... And does she look different? Does she look like beat up from this no, accident? No, she didn't get injured, but he was just afraid that she would. But, you know, and he wants her... They He wants them to have start having children yeah and so he's like i don't want you to be stressed at work because i want us to have start having kids but she doesn't want to be a mom yet she wants to work but she's been lying to him about where she's working when she tells him that she's working at Lacey's, Lacey's with katie keen with katie keen selling jewelry which she used to do apparently right at some point I mean, Katie Keene works there. So they they only name drop her, right? Yeah. She's never yeah. seen. Yeah, she's I feel never so seen. so bad for Lucy Hill. I know. <laughs> she's like watching the episode and be like, I, I was available. I was, I I, I was available I was, for a cameo. I was supposed right. to be in that. Yeah. I know. Whatever. Yeah, but instead of working at Lacey's, she's working at this other random jewelry store. Why? No, exactly. (laughs) No, and so she's working at it's like this weird jewelry store, like like, pawn shop. It gives off sort of like pawn shop slash like street, like strip mall, like weird jewelry store vibes, like that (laughs) off-brand jewelry store that you're like, who's that? And it looks really like like a hodgepodge of everything, you know, like it doesn't have like, it's like a consistent and like a big neon. Sign. Yeah, and like doesn't have a theme or yeah. like any yeah. And so she's working Brand. there. Why? It, I don't know. It's like because she wanted something with more edge, she says. And as she's <laughs> 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 
What? <laughs> oh my goodness. And, well, no, it's so funny because you guys know, like, I work at a jewelry store. Yeah, so you would know. And it's so ridiculous. Like, even the way she's <laughs> talking to customers, like, this guy comes in and he's looking at diamond bracelets and she's like, don't tell me you're looking at that when he, like, did something to upset his wife and she's like, you need this super expensive gift for like a real apology and she like pulls out this like big necklace and he, of course he's just like oh yeah i'm gonna get that instead <laughs> because you're so persuasive because you're so persuasive just by saying that he's like that's all i need and then like there's just constant weird flow of customers and this other guy comes in and he's like that whatever you recommended for me was perfect and it helped me with my like interview for this scene and she's like I knew it would. Someone came back and, in. Yeah, to just, tell to, just to tell her that. Sure. Well, all of her customers seem like they're in the mob or, or some gangs or something. Do they have like an accent or something? Or it's just well, like... Well, it's like I didn't really necessarily get those vibes off of them exactly. Like They seem sketchy to me. Yeah, they were like kind of sketchy. You know, like they didn't seem like... Like they're buying jewelry for alternative purposes, not just like I want to get something nice for my partner. No, it's more like... You know, just the way that they're dressed and everything, like, they're not, they're not presented as, you know, like, socialite, rich, elite, you know, it's like they're more of... So is, yeah. is edgy? Is that what I'm supposed to believe? I like, think they're is, all in gangs. They're probably or criminals like drug or drug dealers. Okay. Which is what and makes it edgy. Yeah. Yeah. Which okay. I joked about that when we were watching because I was like, half of my customers are drug dealers. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like... Half your customers come in on drugs, like... Oh, yeah. yeah. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> And so it's just like, I was like, so would Veronica consider my job edgy? Edgy. Getting a thrill from selling these diamonds and these all the chains, chains yeah. to these drug dealers or something. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, like, why that for Veronica? I don't know. I don't know. It's because she's like being kind of held down by her well, marriage. Well, yeah, because she's like, I need something. She's like, but, and then they argue about it. And she's like, you know me. And she's like, I need something more exciting. More exciting. She never did that in Riverdale, though. Like, she ran a cabaret show or and like a And she bar. had her rum business. Why wouldn't she just do that? Why is this jewelry, like, side job, like, her thing? Yeah. Well, like, then, why wouldn't she just be in a fight club or something? It's just so like not. <laughs> it's. Just, I, I know. Mean, like, why like, doesn't why she have it, another hobby besides a job that fulfills that especially in her life? A customer service job that isn't really like. Is it specific to mob people? Like, I just don't. Well, get it. any it business. It seems kind of like her own thing because when she gets the Glamourge egg, she like he gives it to her and then she brings it to the store and sells it to somebody. Yeah, I was thinking of that too. I'm like, you can't just sell an unskewed item. I'm just not getting it it's from like, her. Like, I just, like, don't know what she's like, getting what out of it, it yeah. really. Other than, like, maybe this is making her feel, like, dirty and, like, in the seedy underbelly or something. Like... Well, it's not that seedy, though. It's just, like, that's what's funny about under it. Under the table? I don't... Uh, yeah. No, that's what's funny about the whole thing is the jewelry <laughs> store's not seedy. It doesn't seem like this sketchy, like, underground place. It's not like she's, like, come to the back room yeah, and I'll show you something like special. No. And so it's like, how is this edgy? When it's like, yeah, maybe some of your customers are criminals. But, I mean, no matter where you work, some of your customers could be criminals. I, I love us You just have random people come in. Like, <laughs> well, it's like brightly lit, you know? And it's yeah. like, it's not like it's this sketchy, weird... It's a weird jewelry store for sure, but it's not really sketchy. Yeah. Awkward. I mean, maybe it'll go... Beyond that, but like probably not. No, I'm just a little disappointed. Like this is all they came up with her for her. Like yeah. an obviously boring or dissatisfying marriage, and then this. It's like well, we'll see what we'll see what happens I later. Guess. But well, all I know right. like she talked about it. You know, like they had a heart to heart. I guess you know, and she's like, who did her and Chadwick, Veronica her and Chadwick, husband? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You know, and she's like, if I want to work and if I want to do these things, you know, she's like, we're partners. Like, you need to be, like, supportive of that and okay with that. And then he was like, I will. Is you know, he and nice? then I mean, from what we've seen, he's not... Because I thought he was going to be abusive. He hasn't been, like, super abusive yet. He seems kind of like he's got a few controlling Yeah, vibes, like, he's kind of controlling. super over yet. No, like, nothing okay. we've seen, I feel like, has been necessarily bad, per se. It's just like, hmm. Just a little, There's, like, like, other ways to handle that, you know, and, like, yeah. a little, 
You know, because he, he really... He not have a temper yet. No, and, think. like, he really wants to start having a family and things, but I feel like he's not being that pushy about it either. He's just brought it up multiple times. And he's like, is that too hard for you to understand? You know, and she's like, no, it's not. I mean, honestly, Veronica kind of... Like, I don't... Like, we don't know what's going to happen later. Yeah, but we like, don't know honestly, everything. Honestly, Veronica yet. sounds like the bad partner in this relationship because she's hiding things from her husband and not mm-hmm. being honest. Yeah. Sneaking around. Sneaking around. Selling his gift he gave her just because she didn't like it. Too. Yeah. It's like, yo, know, I know. first year of marriage? Like, I what, know. what are you doing, girl? And from... You know, and he explains his perspective and like from his perspective, like it does make sense that he'd want to start a family because he's like, because of the accident, you know, he's like, I don't know. Like, you know, like life, things can change at any moment, you know, like. Apparently it didn't change that for her. She's like, I want to sell. I mean, she survived Riverdale. That was probably nothing for her. Yeah, That's, she's like... Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and she came out fine, apparently. She looks, she has straight hair now. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with Veronica, but that's like the main, yeah, things that are going on with her. All right. Anyways, okay. So, okay, so Jughead is also living in New York, and he lives with his girlfriend, Jess. Okay. Who calls him Jones, which is odd. So, he had this um, big book, but he's worried he's going to be like a one-hit wonder, and he has writer's block working on his second book. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. So, he's kind of like, he's such a stereotypical writer. Like, his apartment is covered in trash and pizza boxes, and he's a mess, and he, like, looks like he's, like, gained a little weight, and his hair is, like, long, but it's kind of working. Do you think it's working? I think it's working. Okay. But he's also writing in a bathrobe. On his typewriter, though. Okay, I'll say this. I think Jacqueline needs glasses. Oh, he has glasses. He does have glasses? Uh Uh-huh. Go on. Yeah. Wait, doesn't he? I don't remember. I was trusting you. Wait. Wait. I think he did. At least in one moment in this. I could be wrong. Jughead may have glasses. We don't. Or was it, no, Fanes has glasses now. No, he doesn't. (laughs) Who am I thinking of? (laughs) I don't know. But somebody got glasses. (laughs) Biggest mystery of the season. (laughs) Maybe they didn't. I am second guessing myself now. I could have sworn. I just remember somebody had cool glasses. But now. Was it Fangs on stage? Yeah. Didn't he have glasses? Yeah, but they were like Nerd not glasses. seeing glasses. They were like fun sunglasses. No, it wasn't sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, I could see through them. I remember somebody had cool glasses. But it wasn't Jughead. I'm. If Keanu doesn't just remember, just cut this I, all out. No, 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 no. If Keanu doesn't remember, I, I kind of, I'm gonna side with Keanu. But that's why there's two of us, because like a lot of times Elaine notices things that I don't. But it's Jughead. It, it. That's my thing. It's like I feel like Keanu would. Remember if she, if he had glasses. What are you saying about me and Jughead? I'm just saying Kiana is more obsessive about those kind of details. The Jughead details. Yeah, and I think you're more you're more focused on narrative stuff. Am I wrong? Elaine, I don't know. It looks so hurt right now. <laughs> I'm trying to give you a compliment too. Like you both have your strengths, and I have no strengths, so that should make you feel better. <laughs> well. Well, okay, so Jughead may or may not have glasses. Let's just say he doesn't. I don't think he does. (laughs) Okay, all right. (laughs) I guess I'll just, like, not bring that stuff up. (laughs) She takes it all back. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so anyway, he goes, he meets with his, like, publisher, and his publisher's like, you gotta get it together, or, like, you're not gonna have a career. So, was his first book a Baxter Brothers book, or what? No. It was just independent. Mm-hmm. It was kind of, I think it's kind of about him and Betty is what I'm mm-hmm. getting. So it's like a romance mystery. It's There's like, like a gang leader of not the well, serpents, but something else. No, we know the that serpents. we know that it's similar or kind of inspired by the outsiders. So sure. it's like outsiders-esque. I think it's called the outcasts. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. And it has a snake on the cover reminiscent mm-hmm. of uh, mm-hmm. those serpents, <laughs> maybe. It sounds good. Oh my gosh, they should publish it. I would buy that and read it. Would you? Just get a ghostwriter <laughs> to write it? Yes. Yeah. So anyway, he comes back from the park and there's like an eviction notice on his door and his girlfriend's leaving and she's like, debt collectors are after you and this isn't working for me anymore. Bye. Fair. So his life is kind of like falling apart mm-hmm. um, and he goes to this bar and he's like been drinking too much turning into an alcoholic like his dad and his grandfather before him and like we didn't predict at all so this college student comes up to him in the bar and she's like oh my gosh i happen to be reading your book she's a grad student oh grad student yeah she knows who he looks like he's like his picture's on the back cover all right and she's like 
this is you. Oh my gosh. And yeah, then so they start flirting and they go hook up in his place. And the morning after, she's like, actually, I knew who you were the whole time. And I kind of had an ulterior motive. Will you read my novel and bring it to your publisher? Or and mention it to your publisher. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh gosh, he had this plan the whole time. Like, this is kind of low. Like, Well, and then you find out too that she like did research to know that that was his bar that he normally went to. Yeah, and, and she so you know she's kind of stalked him. I appreciate the hustle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, having a career as a writer is hard. It is hard. And if you're going to sleep with someone, if it's Jughead Jones, you know, <laughs> it's fine. So while she's there, the deck calculators come to the door, and Jughead's like... To the door? Yeah. Like knocking. Yeah. And he's like, okay, pretend I'm not here. Tell them you're, like, apartment sitting, and I'm gone. So she does. But then when she comes back, she's like, wow, I know exactly who to call if you don't get my book to your (gasps) publisher. Oh, that was a wrong move, Jughead. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Yeah. And so she tells him that he better contact her by the end of the week. So his life kind of sucks. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like it. And yeah. so I'm assuming at some point, is he like kind of in the middle of the story and then at some point Archie calls Yeah, them? so at the end of everyone's little like scene Vignette. of explaining yeah. their life right now, uh-huh. Archie calls them at the end of it. Okay. Like not all at once, like after their, their scene is done pretty yeah. much? Okay. Yeah, it's like Jughead's like opening up her novel and he's like, oh, I guess I'll read this. I, Archie's calling? I gotta ask. Where's Cheryl? I was about to talk about that. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we're of similar mind. Yes. <laughs> um, but you're not in the same gang, so don't get too close. But, but we have that romance. Yes. Oh, what is this, West Side Story? Yes. Oh. Put your hand in. Oh. oh. We're all holding hands. Oh, just so you know. Sweet. Yeah. Put it up to the microphone so they can hear. Hear the love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elaine and I were holding hands and Keanu, like, considered putting her hand up to the microphone. <laughs> like, it makes a difference. It would. It was very cute. Okay. It's too hot to be holding hands right now. Never too hot. And yet we're all wearing clothes. <laughs> so, like, Cheryl, you know, has stayed in Riverdale this entire time. Because I didn't she's, know, but okay. Well, she said, you know, at the end of the last episode that she needed to fix her family name. Decided oh, sure. not to go to college. Okay, right. And decided not yes. to go to college. Okay. Um, And so, Tony... Since she came back and took that job at Riverdale, um, she has visited Cheryl. And the first time she visited Cheryl, well, she walks in. Well, and Cheryl just looks fabulous, of course. Of course. Always. I mean, um, she looked the same in the promo photo I saw. Yeah, she mm-hmm. looks like she looks the same. Less bright red lipstick, though. Good for her. And she walks in and she's painting because Cheryl's, like, taking up painting. This seems very her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and she asks if, you know, like, she's okay. And she's like do I look like I'm not okay? You know, and like smiles and seems like almost a little crazy. In in not a Cheryl way? In a Cheryl way, but, but like still kind like, of unhinged. like a little bit yeah. unhinged. Sure, 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 yeah. And Tony's like, okay, I guess I was mistaken, you know, and like, but then Cheryl doesn't say anything to her, so she just leaves. Um, And then she comes back again, and the second time when she's there, Hiram Lodge and Reggie are there because Reggie is like one of Hiram's like lackeys now. Jep- or, uh, um, what's that thing called? Deputy Mayor. De- Deputy Mayor. <laughs> is he the new Deputy Mayor? Yeah, maybe that's he what he might is, be. Or is he just a lackey? He, I think he's... Is Hiram still the mayor? Yeah. I think he's... <laughs> Why? He's more like a dictator of the town, though. Yeah. After everyone's gone, too? Well, we'll get into that okay. in a minute. But, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, no, but... Yeah, but Tony comes in, and she hears Hiram trying to buy all of Cheryl's land from her, and Cheryl's just like, nope, never, ever gonna happen, you know? And so then, like, they leave, mm-hmm. and Tony's like... Again, just like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And she said that every single week, Hiram comes trying to buy her land from her. And she won't sell. Is this the same land that she got from her family dying that... I thought she gave that to... Yeah, this is like all the maple trees. Did she not give that to to Tony's family or something? Part of it she did. Okay, part of it. Yeah, part of it. Um, And so... But Cheryl then is like, but I'm really glad to see you, Tony. You know, and then she's like... And she's like, could I paint you? And Tony's like... Sure. <laughs> Tony comes in and Cheryl's painting her and then, you know, they're just like talking and Tony tells her that her family has like, is over everything that happened with like the Blossom family, with all the work that Cheryl's been doing to try and rebuild her name. And Tony's like, my family would accept us as a couple now. And Cheryl's like, no, I'll never be, I'll never be done. She's like, I'll never do enough to clear my name. And so she like thinks that she's like cursed. Since they broke up or what? Yeah. Well, and like, 
forever. I mean, yeah, it started before then. Mm -hmm. Because it didn't seem to bother her until Tony said that, I guess. I feel like it didn't bother her as much. I feel like it did bother her, but it wasn't until everything happened to Tony that it really made her upset. And she was also distracted by, like, other things. And cheerleading and prom Yeah, and high school. High school stuff, yeah. You know, and so... Yeah. yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which... I'm is still going question mark probably no not. all no. Of the businesses like are gone great glad yeah. you spent so much time on it anyway yeah <laughs> you know but then you know Tony's like well like a lot has happened like don't you want to know like aren't you gonna ask me what's going on in my life I'm obviously pregnant well and Cheryl <laughs> she like goes through a list she's like oh well I know you did this and this and this and this so you know like Cheryl's been keeping tabs on Tony of course and then Tony's like well yeah and I'm obviously pregnant and Cheryl's like. I heard about that. And then she's like, but I'm not going to be gauche and ask who the father is. That's a very short yes. line. <laughs> Saying gauche, yes. especially. She I also know. called Hiram a usurper. A usurper. <laughs> no, a would-be usurper yes. of her land. <laughs> Great. Um, but yeah, but, you know, then she just like paints Tony and that's it you know and like then she doesn't say anything else to her really and then like they're back you know it's like jumps back to them in the white worm because they're all talking because archie asked what was going on with cheryl right and so wait is this episode like done in flashbacks or is it kind of just like it's mainly so it's all it's archie coming to riverdale them sitting together talking him and tony him and tony and kevin and kevin's there and fangs and sweet pea yeah like they join like are they in a thruple Who's Kevin no. and Fangs are together. Okay. They live together. Great, good for him. Yeah, they stayed together. Okay. No, but they're all just talking about what what Archie's missed. You know, okay, like sure. And then the rest, so they're all sitting there talking about this, and then it's all flashbacks. And like flash, and flash, flash towards to, whatever people in other yeah, cities. Yeah, you know, and then Tony will be like, like, and Cheryl, and then flashback. Okay, so and then is Cheryl the last one? Cheryl's the last one. Okay. And then, you know, then Tony gets the painting from Cheryl that she did. And Archie's like, well, didn't she want to keep that? You know? Yeah. To remember, like, your guys' relationship and what you had and everything. And Tony's like, well, I guess she didn't want it. You know, like, after Tony's like, I guess it wasn't that important to her. It flashes to Thornhill, like, at that moment, too. And there's... What's, what's Thornhill? Is that where Cheryl Cheryl's is? house. Okay, sure. And there's... I feel like there's... the name changes every episode. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. <laughs> no, but then there's that exact painting... And Nana Rose, because she's still alive. Mm-hmm. How? Nana, okay, I, <laughs> Better than ever. She looks younger than before. <laughs> they just, didn't recast She's it, thriving. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, and so, like, you know, Nana Rose is going on and on about how great of a painter Cheryl has become. And then she's, like, or standing behind her, like, wheelchair or whatever. Sure. And you just see Cheryl, like, she's, like, crying to herself. Because Nana Rose wants her to replicate other famous paintings. Well, that's not what she's crying about. Who's Cheryl? Well, she cried. That's what I thought she was crying about. No. Cheryl. She crying about Tony? Yeah. That makes more sense to that me. That does make more sense. I guess yeah. I thought it was also like. <laughs> <laughs> crying about Rufio. I mean, no. She, I guess I knew it was about Tony, but it was like. Pressure from the family or what? It for... felt like a setup for this big crime ring that Nana Rose and Cheryl are going to run. About re- oh. recreating old famous paintings like the four yeah. Josh. Yeah, like maybe. Yes! Oh my gosh, I'm going to it Of course you were. Is that a movie? Shout out yes. to The Forger starring Jess Hutcherson, a movie three people have seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, maybe. I mean, maybe Cheryl will be in our It's probably forger, part of but... it where Cheryl's like, I don't want to do this, but she's also like, I miss Tony. I mean, the way they framed it, it seems like it's more of just she misses Tony. Yeah. So that's like all the main people and what's going on with them. But then at the end of the episode, Tony, or like right after the recaps, you know, like Tony takes Archie around town. Yeah. You know, because he's like, you said a lot has changed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, he's like, Tony, you said that a lot has changed. And then you find out that Hiram Lodge has been developing this new, like, city. Like, he's making this new city. I thought you were going to say Space Laser or something. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. No, he's been building this new city. That's for, like, more of just the rich. That's closer to, like, New York. Where? In Riverdale? Well, no. It's So it's called Sodale. And it sounds like yeah. it's a city that already exists, but he is building, like, like, a turnpike there for people to commute. Oh, yeah. That's and right. And he's, like, taking... He's not giving Riverdale any money. He's, he's taking all the funding that should go to the city and putting it to this turnpike. Oh. 
So, okay. and everybody who was in Riverdale who could afford to leave has gotten the heck out of Riverdale. To, to Sodale? No, what? just to get out of the murder town. So all, all 30 people who live there, apparently? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so there's pretty much nobody, like, left. And, she, like, the only people that are left are the ones who are too poor to leave. So it's just, like, really run down. Yeah, it's like, just, the like, fire department halfway is burned up, so there's, like, no fire the department. Irony. Yes. There's one sheriff, Sheriff Keller. He has He's no one there. else on his team. There's, mm-hmm. is his, his wife still there with Josie? Is Who Josie knows? in this? I don't know if Josie's going to be in this at all. Who knows? Poor Josie. Hiram is being a super villain now. Yes. Yeah. His disease is gone. Yeah, apparently Probably. he's fine. He's beat up enough people. Pretends to be shocked. I mean, yeah. I, I, I knew nothing would come of that. I'm surprised it was even a thing to begin with because literally, what did that have to do with anything? Nothing. At all. Nothing at all. I don't know. <laughs> because nope. I guess to bring um, Veronica's sister, what's her name, Ermosa, back for what reason? Like five minutes to I don't know. to save her from so that from she, Hiram no. beating up people for no reason. It's like a snake eating its own tail. It's just I know. Like, it, no, it, you shouldn't try to make sense of something that was not supposed to make I sense. I need to. Though. <laughs> I need to. Someone who doesn't want the show, I want answers. I want <laughs> intentions to be clear. You know, someone who watches the show also wants that. <laughs> <laughs> and that someone is me. Is you. And have Kiana... I been disappointed over and over? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes I have. Yes. Are you fine, Kiana? I mean, I would like some explanation. But you're not. But I'm also entertained. If yeah. I was bored and confused, we'd have a problem. Yeah. But I'm entertained yeah. and confused. Yeah. So I'm fine. Yeah. As long as there's something new every week, she's there for it's it. It's fine. It's fine. And I respect that. Oh, so one last thing at the end. There's this girl who was like working at Pops or living in Riverdale or something. Anyway, she leaves Pops. Oh, right. And Pop's daughter, we've been like introduced to her like a little bit. She's like, goodbye, um, Squeaky. <laughs> her name, her real name is Lynette, but they call her Squeaky. Um, this random character who we've met for five seconds? Yes. yes. Why does she have a nickname? I don't know. She exists to we don't, we don't. That's the point of her yeah. character. So she's leaving the house. Okay. She's like the, she's the character. Trash killer. She's the character at the beginning of every Law and Order episode <laughs> that you get attached to for like five minutes, and you're like, oh. Who ends up being the killer? No, that's that's the one that dies. You know, the one that like show you a snippet of their life, and you're like, oh wow, and then. It's either one or the other. Yeah. It's either one. Wait, so did Lynette die? She gets into a mm. creepy she's like, big hitchhikes. truck with a skeleton on the front. And you know she's going to die. You know it's a trash bag. A creepy big truck with a skeleton on the front. Well, it looks like a garbage truck yeah. to me. She gets so, into it for what reason? Because she's, she's trying to leave Riverdale. She's trying to get out of Riverdale. Okay. And, like, no bus has come to Riverdale anymore, pretty much, because there's nothing there. So, like, there's not really a lot of ways to get out of town. So that's why she's, like, trying to hitchhike. So, well, does that happen in front of everybody, or is that no. like, a, like a side? Is this like side our introduction to, to Pops' daughter, whose name is... Tabitha? No, it's like more so just like intro to this mystery that's going to happen while this, they're there. He's because, a new because we know that they're going to come to Riverdale for Pops' retirement. And then the serial killer is going to start, and then they're going to have to investigate, and it's going to oh, keep yeah. them there, and I they're going like... to bond again. Yes. Would they bond over it? Because do serial killers really bring them together? Because I feel like it's always just Jughead and Betty figuring it out. Am I wrong? But I feel like the rest of them will get involved in some kind of drama. Like, mm-hmm. they're going to witness something or... Yeah, something will keep them in Riverdale one way or another. Yeah. And I mean, Archie is... He has to be there anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he's there kind of semi-permanently. Yeah. Because of... Wait, I forget His why. job assigned him to... Oh, right, he's in the ROTC. ROTC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Veronica is there for this party, and she yeah. comes to there indefinitely. And we know from the preview for, like, the season that Archie, like, meets her husband, and they're, like, somewhere in Riverdale. So, like, her she's there long enough that her husband's going to come and, like, join her. So, some, I mean, something... he met her family? Something keeps her there. I don't know. She is um with her mom for a little bit while she's filming a little intro for The Housewives. So we see her mom, but we don't see her with Hiram. So I don't know what her relationship with Hiram is like. Yeah. Okay. Oh wait, we have a game. Do we? Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> welcome to our game that we planned called "What Riverdale Character Would you, Whose Life Would You Want." 
Is that what it is? That is the name <laughs> of the game. That is the name of the game. Wow, nailed it. Yeah, great. Okay. They're 25 year old life. Because we're all 25. They're all 25 Slower. now. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. their lives could be our lives. We couldn't do that when they were in high school because we've never been in high school. No. So they're 25 now. <laughs> Whose life would you want? Um, oh, boy. Okay, I'll say first off, I wouldn't want to be stuck in Riverdale. So, like, all the supporting characters, I wouldn't want to be them. I'll just say that. Yo, definitely. Uh, honestly, probably Jughead. Well, I could see you being Jughead. Yeah. So easily. But, like, okay, <laughs> what control do we have? Like, can I be a better writer than him? I mean, you can develop your writing more. Because it also was kind of hinted at, or his agent was like, you just have a bad work ethic. You know, which could be true. He yeah, may have been slacking yeah. off. I could turn that around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would just rather do that than whatever. And we're all picking from like terrible. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> like unless you guys want to be one of the hometowns. I think I would pick Veronica because I think I would be a lot more happy in her current life than she is. Like that's yeah. my speed. Yeah. Like you're not looking to like yeah. be a C jewelry saleswoman. Yeah. Like please let me work at Lacey's. You would work that, at Lacey's. You discount. would be best friends with Katie Keene. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This is my dream. Yeah, I want exactly. Veronica's life. Yeah. Okay, I've decided. <laughs> Love is for you. And then we would write their wrong and we would actually hang out in New York. Yes. Yeah. We'd there you go. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. Who are you going to be? Well, now I feel like I need to change my answer. <laughs> no, no, no. Were you going to say Veronica? I was going to say Veronica. All I could day. also see you being Jughead too. Well, this is funny because those are the two that I was like trying to decide between. Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like though I would rather be in Veronica's situation too though because it's like I wouldn't have a problem with like starting a family. Yeah. Like I would want to start a family with my husband and I would be fine with, yeah, just like working at a jewelry store because that's what I do. You literally <laughs> have that job right I now. I literally have that <laughs> yeah. job right now. Yeah. And like. And, and you're not looking to like be like, oh, I'm like secretly like. <laughs> Under the radar, like a did a drug thing or whatever she's doing. I don't know. I know. I'm like, I wouldn't care. Yeah. I mean, her husband is he hot? Wouldn't be what, he's like, attractive. He's attractive. Yeah. I mean, he was not like my type, I guess. But like, yeah, he's got kind of like a pretty boy prep school look. Also, Kevin's life doesn't sound bad. Like, he's a drama teacher. But I would not want to live in Riverdale. I can't believe the high school still has a drama mm. program. I know. Who goes to the high school? How many it's kids are get even cut, there? And then they're gonna have to like raise a bunch of money. Oh, what that makes me sad. If you get a shirtless car wash, would it still make you sad? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the high, new high schoolers look like. They probably look like. Well, we're not gonna pay attention to them, are we? They're not gonna be characters. No, probably but... not. The adults would do the shirtless car wash for the kids. To raise money for the kids. That sentence sounds weird. I know. I like... <laughs> they do it for the kids. Okay, for the kids. kids. <laughs> for the children. Okay. <laughs> no, they do it for the suburban moms. All right. And as always, we're Riverdale fans first in the future and friends second in the year 2027. I thank you for listening. Uh, like and subscribe. Tell a friend and leave us a review because it helps with iTunes visibility. And follow us on Instagram at... at RiverdalesPodcast.com. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.